The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. Colliersrural.co.nz Well, will they be singing this song across the UK after tonight's match in the semi-finals? of uh, football's World Cup. Joining us is Russell Hargraves. Morning, Russell. Very, very good morning to you, my friend. Yeah, what a, a huge night ahead. Your time for Serena Wiegmann's Lionesses. It's going to be so exciting, isn't it? At least we now know it's going to be Spain for somebody in the final after Eden Park hosted an absolutely belting game those last few minutes, didn't they? I thought it was absolutely superb. And you think about that journey that Spain have been on with, what, 15 squad members standing down before the World Cup, unhappy with the coach, three back, losing 4-0 to Japan to then come back and get through, I thought, showed a huge amount of fortitude, didn't it? So they've earned their right. And Brian, I mean, what can you say about England, Australia at any level in any sport? It is yeah. just such a phenomenal sporting specimen, isn't it, to be fair? And to have, obviously, Stadium Australia jump up forward 80-odd thousand for this. Don't forget, of course, the Matildas beat England in a friendly in April. So Serena Wiegmann's only loss and the only defeat for the Lionesses in 30-plus games was against Australia. But this, a very, very different environment. And as Kira Walsh has said, the pressure is on the hosts. Neither team has been to a World Cup final before England. They've had two other semis and one a Euros. I just think it's going to be an absolute cracker and very physical. We had such a physical quarterfinal against Colombia. The Aussies crest of a wave to beat the French, obviously, on penalties. Can England match up, deliver? They've been a bit bitty in this tournament. They've always found a way. Can they do it again? I think they might. I have a feeling England might do it, but that might be heart-ruling head. I don't know. What's the feeling like over there, Russell? Yeah, really, really strong. It's really encapsulated the mood, I can tell you. And, of course, there's been so much going on with the Ashes finishing, the rugby on, the Premier League back. It's a very, very busy sporting time. But, yeah, this one really has caught the imagination. There's adverts everywhere. It's on the back pages of all the papers. It's soon, I think, to be on the front pages as well, particularly <laughs> if England can win this one. So, yeah, loads and loads of response, and that's absolutely great. And, and so it should be, and so it should be to hopefully continue to grow the women's game. Oh, yeah, good luck to the Lionesses. And talking about unbelievable football, an unbelievable eventful opening weekend of the MPL. EPL. Oh, mate. Oh, my God. Absolutely bonkers. So I've jotted down a few very quick points. I'm going to rattle through this. So obviously Manchester City won the opener, 3-1 against yep. Burnley, but then lost Kevin De Bruyne for four months, we've heard, with a hamstring injury today. So massive setback for the defending champions. Arsenal then in their first game beat Nottingham Forest 2-1, but we're hearing that Urien Timber, their excellent new signing at the back, has probably done his knee. We don't know the full details, but today it did not sound good. That's on top of already being minus Gabriel Jesus. Uh, Newcastle definitely class of the first weekend, sticking five past a very, very good Aston Villa team, so well done to them. Spurs lose Harry Kane, their captain, and the England skipper finally to Bayern Munich, and then in their first game get a two-all draw under a new boss against Brentford. Chelsea and Liverpool draw one apiece, both battling to try and get Moises Caicedo from Brighton for a British record, which Chelsea eventually get the day after for 150 15 million pounds. Crazy. And if all of that wasn't enough, mate, on the last game of the weekend, Man United beat Wolves 1-0 with the most ridiculous penalty decision not going Wolves' way under their new boss, Gary O'Neill, when Andre Nana, the new keeper, clatters through Sasa Kaladic. Nothing given. Man U very, very lucky to nick that 1-0. And the ref, the VAR operator, and the VAR assistant have all now been dropped 
the next well, round of matches as a punishment, effectively, for making such a poor call. Mate, that's just the big stories well, from a crazy, crazy opening weekend. It was bonkers. Long may it continue for 37 more rounds. <laughs> oh, so it just started. Let's talk rugby, shall we, in the Summer Nations Rugby Series, but a few injury concerns and controversy as well. Yes, if all that injury and controversy in the football wasn't enough for you, it's a really big weekend. It's arguably the biggest, or certainly one of the two biggest, I would say, of the Summer Nation series. South Africa now get involved. Uh, they play Wales in Cardiff on Saturday. Can't wait for that. Kiwi-born Tame Plumtree probably out of this one after an injury against England, but hopefully his shoulder problem not too bad and could make the World Cup, I'm hearing. And South Africa with Saya Khaleesi back for the first time since April. So really pleased that he's back for the box. What a great human. That's followed by Ireland against England. So world number one side after a week off up against an England team. And the big controversy here is our skipper, Owen Farrell, mm. not suspended for the rest of this series or indeed the start of the World Cup against Argentina. Of course, the bunker review system in that narrow win over Wales sent him off for a high no-arms tackle on Tane Basham. Unbelievably, the review panel today has looked at it and decided it didn't deserve any more than a yellow, saying that due to a, di- a changing dynamic in the contact area, uh, it shouldn't have been a red, which was Jamie George tackling Basham into Farrell. But ultimately, Farrell is set with his arms in the wrong place, his shoulder leading, most felt, given his history and given the previous precedent of other players and other incidents, that this would be upheld as a red and he would have a fairly lengthy ban. We're all pretty shocked that he hasn't. And the response, just really quickly, but I'll give you one. Progressive Rugby, very important body over here about awareness and safety, say that it's made a mockery of health concerns regarding concussion and brain injuries in the game. And also, it's critically undermined the new bunker review process on the eve of a major global tournament because Mm -hmm. it was brought in to spend 10 minutes making the right call and then you move on. Now what has been deemed the call, they've decided is wrong, retrospect. Again, a proper mess, a proper shambles. So, huge story. On top of all of that, really quickly, I'll be covering France against Fiji this Saturday night. And France have lost their star fly half from Antamak. Yeah. Injured knee problem out of the whole World Cup. Mathieu Gelibert is brilliant. He will come back in and I'm sure do a very, very good job. But I can't wait to see how the French get on without one of their talisman because he is a superb young player nice. and that's a bitter, galling blow. So, yeah, tons going on there, mate, as well. Crikey. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll wrap with cricket. Ben Stokes about to reverse his uh, international retirement when it comes to 50 over cricket. Yeah, because of course we've got the World Cup, haven't we? Coming back uh, in not too long. Man of the match in the final. When England won, dare I say, a World Cup in 2019 against a certain team in a certain manner that I won't mention because I know that it upsets you. So we won't go there. But yeah, of course, he's been playing tests nonstop, T20 nonstop, but made the decision to say with his dodgy knee, with so many different commitments, trying to protect his mental health, doing all three formats was too much. So he stood down from 50 over for the past couple of years. But now that England have got over the this massive glut of test cricket. They don't actually play another test until next January, weirdly, the way that it's felt. The idea was that Ben would take time off to finally sort out this long-term knee issue. But what we're hearing is that the white ball coach, plus Josh Butler, the white ball captain of England, have gone to Ben and said, look, mate, would you be tempted to come back just for basically a few warm-ups and the tournament?
environment and maybe even just play as a specialist batter. But we just want you, we want you involved. And from what we understand, he will say yes, and that could be confirmed as early as tomorrow. So uh, New Zealand-born, as we know, Ben Stokes, might well be back in all three formats temporarily. But he's got to be so careful with his body, his mind. He can't over, over, overdo it. We know that. But if it's managed and done as a short impact and in the right discipline and in the right way, I think it could work ahead of that World Cup in a few months. So we'll watch that closely. Great to chat, Russell. Good luck to England tonight against Australia. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, can't wait to review it all, mate. Catch you then. Oh.